Welcome to the He Shoots, He Draws podcast, the show about photography and design, with your hosts, Glyn Dewis and Dave Clayton. Hello and welcome to He Shoots, He Draws. It's episode 109. Um, tonight I'm on my own. I'm doing a solo one, which is very, very rare for the show. It's just me. And uh, I just really wanted to do an episode about things that I've noticed that I've been wanting to do in this time off and uh, and the episode is really just me giving you some things that I think you know you could do things to look out for tv shows dvds books online content um, I made a list today just of things that came off the top of my head just things I'd recommend it's probably more a little bit slanted towards design and photography but there is some photography stuff in there because um, I'm drawn to what I specialize in uh, but I just hope that some of this stuff might help you out, might help fill that time and might help you uh, kind of advance and improve yourself while you've got this time off. Um, I do hope everyone is safe and well. It's really important that we stay in and we keep away from our loved ones at the moment. I know there's a lot of people still thinking, uh, you know, they're superheroes and they can go out and they're not going to get it. Trust me, it's going to happen. It's going to spread. We need to look after each other. Um, just take the advice. I know some countries are more ahead than others, and I'm not going to spend the whole episode talking about it. But depending on where you're listening, whichever state, whichever country, if you haven't been told to stay in yet, just do. Just just take precautions and just think about the people around you because you know these are times we're not really sure about, and we just have to make the best of it. So now's the time to be at home. What can we do about it? So. Many of us are probably working from home now. I know in the UK, um, we've basically been told not to go out if we don't need to. As many people as they can are working from home, which is odd for some people, not so much for others. The freelancers, you know, have been working from home for quite some time. I work from home three days a week and I'm now working from home five days a week. So it's not a big stretch for me, but the positives are I'm getting 24 hours a month back that I was driving to work so I can utilise that time to sort of better myself and, and better make better use of that time to learn things um have a bit of a spring clean i'm going to be clearing out those of you that know i love books i am going to be pretty much stripping my office out and uh, rebuilding it so i will be going through my books having a good clear out of them um try and pull a bunch of books out that i don't really need or use mostly around photography that i'm going to be donating to something someone uh, when we're allowed out when we're allowed to touch things again so uh there'll be details about later on so if you've got a this will be in the uk by the way because i can't ship stuff overseas but in the uk i will be looking at kind of schools or organizations that could make use of those books um so that's one thing i'm going to be doing uh, another thing is while we're allowed to go out for a walk um i've been sort of lining up some podcasts that i want to listen to things that will improve me things that will inspire me um you know each to their own on podcasts it depends what you like i will be going through a few that i've been listening to and some that i recommend but it's good because if you've got like a 35 minute 45 minute or an hour podcast go and walk for that time you know keep away from people keep your distance but it's a good way to find out about designers or photographers in your industry and see what they're up to and how inspiring they can be um if you're out walking take photographs you know be be safe be considerate um don't take the opportunity to start going into places you shouldn't but while we're walking around this is a strange time for us many of us want to document it even if it's just your phone 
just walk out, make some notes, some audio notes, take some photographs, just odd things you see. You know, a friend of mine, Mike, he's been taking photographs of the motorway because he lives near the M4, and it's very eerie. It's like the beginning of um, The Walking Dead when the, the road goes into Atlanta and there's just no traffic. So it's it's a very strange time at the moment. So what we want to do is use this new time, use this situation to improve ourselves. Now, I appreciate some people, you know, are having difficulties with being laid off work and you know there are financial implications to this but I'm really just going to go broad strokes about things that we can do um, just just to fill those hours where we can get frustrated by having nothing to do and you know procrastination kicks in it's, it's easy to be lazy it's easy to kick back and then when all this is over we won't have learned anything we won't have improved ourselves so I just really want to go through and mention some of these things. Before I do, uh, I just want to say, I, I was going to record this a little bit earlier, but um, one of the events I was going to be speaking at this week, I would have been flying home today, was Creative South in Atlanta, or just south of Atlanta in Columbus. And unfortunately, like many events, uh, it was postponed uh, and some have been cancelled. So this one's been pushed back a whole year. Rather than try and reorganise it for the end of the year, they decided just to write off this year, put it back to 2021 and hope that everything's all sorted out. Now, those of you that know, I've talked about Creative South before. It's a big family. It's a great event. It's a, you know, it's a huggy, family-friendly event. And obviously, it's the worst kind of event to put on at the moment with, um, with what's going on. But what was really good was Andrew uh, Hogradle, who's, uh, those of you know him, he's a hog, he decided to put on a an, an online event called Cancelled Con. Now, at first, when he mentioned it, I thought, that's a bit of an undertaking. He's, you know, trying to pull all that together, get all these people live. And I have to take my hat off to him. He's pulled off an incredible two days of live content that he's hosted. I think there's been something like 50-odd uh, designers and creators and... Um, just anybody who who makes things and they've been having like half hour slots and Andrew's just been running it through um I've been able to catch some of it because obviously some of it runs later into the evening so I can't see some of the later contents it goes on too late for me in the UK but uh, I just want to say well done Andrew and everybody that took part because I've been dipping in and out and I actually just finished watching Doc Reed and Julie two of my favorite people so shout out to them I couldn't start this until I'd seen their episode about Sinotype, um, which I will put a link to the event when it's all finished and done, if you want to watch it, because there's some really cool stuff on there. But yeah, so hello Doc and Julie, it was a pleasure to watch. Julie was rocking the He, he Shoots, He Draws t-shirt, that's why I wanted to see it, because they bless and they recorded a lot of it and then did some of it live, and uh, Julie's a big fan, or Julie and Doc are both big fans of the podcast, so she bless her she wore our t-shirt that we sent out so thank you for that um i also want to say a quick congratulations to our friend dickie pelham he won the sports photographer of the year for the press awards um he i think he won it last year or the year before but i mean dickie's award-winning he's proper award-winning i know we've sort of mocked it before about i'm an award-winning photographer and they never put the awards dickie truly is award-winning his body work is incredible. He's got a book out, which I'll put a link in the show notes, uh, which you must get, which is 30 years of his sports photography history. And Dick is such a character and such a nice guy. We've interviewed him twice on the podcast, uh, episodes 24 and 89. 
If you love sports photography, you cannot go wrong with listening to that and getting Dickie's book. He's just an absolute legend. So congratulations to Dickie for that. Um, If I think of any more admin, I'll cover it at the end of the show. There's a few bits and pieces, but I just really want to get on and talk about some stuff that came into my head. Now, some of it I've read, seen and looked at and some of it I'm I'm aware of and I'm going to take the time to look at it as well and re-watch some of this stuff. So in no particular order... um, I'm going to talk about Netflix. So at the moment, one of the few companies thriving um, in the current situation, the online TV shows, uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hulu, um, if you're in the UK, Now TV. There's loads of them online, HBO. Um, and there's some good little nuggets out there. And a couple I wanted to mention was, firstly on Netflix. If you go into Netflix, I think it's available in the US and the UK, there's a show called Abstract and you may not have seen it but it's just about the creative industry and it's got a bunch of episodes in series one and series two. I think it's something like six maybe six to eight in series one and the same in series two and what caught my eye was in series one there was an episode about a designer a favorite designer of mine who works for Pentagram who are a big design company in London New York um, and her name's Paula Scher. Now, I've got some of Paula's books. I was fortunate enough to see her speak at Adobe Max last year, and she's just a lovely lady, so inspirational. Her body of work is just phenomenal. You know, if you think of photographers, she's like Annie Leibovitz of design. You know, she's her stuff is just so familiar, and she's kind of the go-to person. So that was a really entertaining episode because it was about her her history her body of work her role at pentagram what she does in her spare time she's actually a painter and that's a really good episode in the same series series one there's also a show about platon i think it's pronounced platon i don't think it's platon like clayton um i think it's platon the photographer um i don't know too much about him i know of his existence but i know there's an episode about him there's also some episodes about other kinds of design work Um, In season two, uh, my favourite episode was about typefaces and typography. And that's got a guy called Jonathan Hoffler, who runs a company called Hoffler & Co. He's the guy that invented the font Gotham, amongst many others. So that was one of my favourite ones, because about two-thirds of the way through the show, I'm sitting there, if if anyone um, is using Adobe Illustrator, and you'll know by now I work for Astute Graphics, and we make plugins for Adobe Illustrator... So I'm always looking for people's desktops. I'm always looking at their workspaces to see if they've got our tools. So I'm sat there watching this show. You know, I love Jonathan's work. And it was so interesting to see his background, his thought process and his studio. And he goes into his graphic designer and they're sat there looking at this font they're creating. And lo and behold, there I see all the tools, all the astute graphics tools in the panel. And I squealed like a little girl. Um, immediately messaged my boss and like, oh, you never guess what. So um, we've actually been in touch with Jonathan and it was, you know, I said I appreciated that he was a customer and it was great seeing the documentary and he was a really lovely guy. So um, so if you like kind of stuff about design, then watch Abstract on Netflix. That's my first recommendation. Um, also in Netflix, there was I basically typed in photography and design and see what came up. And there, when I typed in photography... There were three sh- three shows came up, three titles. One was a film called Kodachrome, um, which got Jason Sudeikis in, so I know it's a film. And it looks like it's a story about a father and son, and they travel across America, and they're 
processing the photographs as, as they go i don't really know too much about it but i am going to watch it i've added it to my list so that looks really good there's also two shows called hondros and tales by light and they look like they're two documentaries about photography so if you are a photographer and you're just looking for something on netflix that's different to um the tiger king which i'm halfway through and have to say is the craziest thing i've ever seen um but that's always the case with these documentaries they are uh they do pull some magic out sometimes so if you not watch the tiger king watch that first um but yeah if you like photography they're three titles but type in photography in, in your um online tv services and see what comes up there's some proper little nuggets in there and that's how i think i first saw vine uh, finding vivian mayer that was on one of the channels so um i'll mention that later uh on Disney Plus, which we've only just got in the UK, um, not that it's going to make anyone watch Mandalorian from scratch because I think everyone in the UK had already seen it before Disney Plus hit our shores on March the 25th. But three of my favourite things I've watched already. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's filmography, it's design, it's inspiration. Watch the Imagineering story. Watch the story of Walt Disney and how Walt Disneyland, uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World subsequently were created and how he just went from making cartoons to designing, you know, this media monster um, and, and in a good way. But yeah, it's just such a great documentary and you see how, um, how the whole Disney thing unfolded and how it was built, how quickly it was built. It's absolutely fascinating another show um this makes me think of our friend aaron blaze because i know aaron worked at disney for 20 years and uh, i know when i went to disney i think it was 1996 we worked out i went on one of the tours at disney world in florida and part of it you get to go and walk around and see the disney artist drawing you kind of walk through their studio through a glass corridor and they're all in the studio drawing and we worked out and i wish i'd taken photographs but i know we weren't allowed we worked out Aaron was probably in there drawing when I was walking through having a look so I just think it's brilliant that at some point our paths crossed way way in way way in history um but yeah there's this show called One Day at Disney and it covers different people's jobs at Disney and what they do and just spend some time and they talk about how they got the job and what they do and what their role is and how they're part of the big Disney corporation and Bob Iger um, who's I think the CEO or he's, he's the top guy at Disney at the moment he talks about his role there and how important it is that everyone's you know kind of working in the Disney process with the Disney ethos um, it's really fascinating and some lovely people work at Disney really dedicated and the third one on Disney plus that is really cool if you love this guy you're gonna love this show it doesn't matter what he talks about it's it's brilliant I've watched the first the first episode which is about trainers or sneakers second one is about ice cream which i'm just about to start and it's the wonderful world of jeff or the world according to jeff goldblum um what a guy you, i could sit and watch him talk about anything he's like joe mcnally you know anything that comes out of his mouth is interesting so jeff goldblum is i, I guess the closest thing he's kind of like louis theroux but more laid back and more fun but just his interview process and the way he's just like a he's got this childish joy about everything so that's been really entertaining to watch so i highly recommend those three things on disney plus now the next thing i wanted to talk about was 
about a year or so ago, a couple of years ago, um, I went to Portland uh, to visit Aaron Draplin and Dustin Lee, friends of mine, while I was at Adobe Max. And one of the things I was lucky enough to go to was a live premiere of a film called Rams, which is about Dieter Rams, who's a designer, German designer, who invented a lot of the products in the Braun range. And actually, Johnny Ive... Uh, kind of took some of this design for the first original iPod and that's where a lot of the Apple products inspiration comes from is from Dieter Ram's work with the Braun products so he made this film Rams with an exclusive soundtrack and everything and I was lucky enough to go and Gary Hustowit who's the guy who put the film together got to meet Gary um, then there was some talks Aaron Draplin was one of the talk uh, one of the speakers talking about design and inspiration uh, the film was incredible, really lovely. And, and you know, Dieter Rams is an old man now and he talks about his past and what he's doing now. He's very eccentric, but it's very funny. Um, from April the 7th, uh, I will put the link in the show notes. Uh, the website is OU Pretty Things. That's O H Y O U Pretty Things.com. Gary's making all of his films available for live streaming, but only for a week at a time. So. At the moment, as you listen to this on Monday the um, 5th, 6th, there's two more days left to watch Urbanised, which is the um, design of urban environment and buildings and architecture. Then from April the 7th to April the 14th, you can see the Dieter Rams film for a week, and I thoroughly recommend that. Um, And also, Gary's got some other films. Uh, One's called Objectified, and there's also one about the typeface Helvetica, they're both really good i love documentaries i probably love documentaries as much as i love behind the scenes of films i like the making of stuff so i thoroughly recommend that if just out of just pure interest just watch it if it's something you wouldn't normally watch i recommend you watch that speaking of dvds i was looking through my dvd collection and looking to see what i've got and these are a few things i found on amazon you might be able to get them you might not there was a bbc show called genius of design which i managed to get on amazon marketplace which i've still yet to watch um but it was something that was about design that i wanted to see if you love movie posters there's a film called the man behind the poster now for those of you who know the back to the future movie posters indiana jones all those great posters from the 1980s they were hand painted by an artist called drew struzan now a lot of the newer stuff, like Star Wars, the new Star Wars films, are done by Paul Shipper, who's also been a guest on the show. Um, but Drew is just a lovely man, such a talented designer and painter and artist. And the man behind the poster is about the creation of those movie posters, you know, how they came about. It's pre-computer days. He hand-painted everything. These are works of art now worth thousands of pounds. And, you know, if you get his book, I've got a couple of his books full of his work and you're just going through thinking like wow i never knew he did that and there's all these movie posters that he's done so that's a really good film to watch um there's a couple of less known ones if you're a graphic designer there's a great one called just like being there and it's all about poster art and screen prints um and gig posters and it's that whole industry where it's all you know self-created art it's all hand printed it's become you know exclusive it's collectors 
and they interview a bunch of people who make this for a living and how they got into with the bands and how they became successful uh, a few friends billy uh, from delicious design dan styles is on there there's a bunch of people who are the leaders in this the groundbreakers in this and they are the ones that these poster makers want to be so if you can get a hold of that it's just like being there Another one about movie poster art, it's actually called a movie about movie poster art. It's called 24 by 36. Uh, and I've had to find that on Amazon Marketplace, but it was only a couple of, I think, two or three pounds. Um, it might be on Amazon in the US. That's another one if you like movie poster art, if you like that, that kind of art and you like collecting it or seeing how it's made, that's a really good uh, DVD to get as well. Uh, the final one I mentioned earlier, which I got on Blu-ray for Christmas a couple of years ago, is that Finding Vivian Mayer. Now, if you don't know who Vivian Mayer is, I recommend you find out. And I recommend you get this film, and I recommend you get some of her books, because even though I'm not a photographer, her style, her her photographs fascinate me. She was a nanny. She was a quiet lady. She just used to walk around the streets where she lived. I, I the, I forget where she was. I think it's New York. Um, But she just basically used to walk the streets and photograph what she saw. And she just built up this huge collection of these unprocessed photographs. And one day they were found and processed. And they looked through this body of work and found that she's, you know, this shy woman had captured this history of time, you know, it's part of time in her life um, from walking the streets and capturing all these people and events and everything. It's a fascinating film. It's a fascinating book. And a, an incredible woman so that's some things online um, and some dvds uh, you can watch so go ahead I, again everything here i'm going to put as much of this in the show notes on the website he shoots he draws.com so if there's anything you've missed or you're frantically trying to write it out don't worry i will be putting links in as much of this as possible um with the amazon stuff i mean obviously i'll find what i can on marketplace but as usual you know it could sell out it could be gone I will put links where possible. Uh, Moving away from entertainment for the moment, but staying online. One of the things I mentioned at the beginning is online training. Now, we're in a time where we can make the most of this downtime. You know, I know we've we've still got to work at home, but we can't really go out the weekends. We can't go out in the evenings. We need to fill our time with something and the easiest way to find content at the moment, if you've got an iPad or a laptop or, you know, even your desktop is online training this is the time to improve yourself um, me included if you specialize in something like if you say if you're a photographer and you can go ahead and you can do some more photography stuff you can learn some more editing maybe a bit of Lightroom, a bit of photoshop but i would also recommend you look at something like premiere pro you know with your camera go out in the garden practice some uh, using the video part of your camera just take some footage just make a little you know a five minute short film of something in your garden just a project it can be anything it can be a collection of stuff you've got uh sit and maybe talk to camera as well you know learn to be positive on on camera a lot of people don't like it me included but i have to do it now um just just practice some of that stuff practice editing uh there's a ton of content online at the moment i mean you can't move for it um starting with i'll start with youtube now my my gripe with youtube is that it's unqualified training so really anybody can make anything upload it to youtube and 
depending on what the keywords are, what the title is, you could find yourself watching content that is actually wrong, incorrect, bad techniques, bad habits. And because they get a lot of likes, people tend to copy those videos and make their own version. And then all that's happening is you've got all this kind of unqualified, incorrect content around on YouTube. So if you're going to learn something on YouTube, I suggest you go and look for somebody, for example, like Jesus Ramirez, the Photoshop training channel. He's been going for a good while now. He's got hundreds of videos on there. He's got a million subscribers. His quality is great. The teaching is great. He uh, he breaks it down into segments. So he'll do, you know, Photoshop, retouching, compositing. Anything you really want to learn in Photoshop and Lightroom, I would say you're definitely going to find it on the Photoshop training channel. However, that's not to say only stay there. Um, I'm obviously going to promote Glyn Dewey's my co-host. Go and check out Glyn's. Now, Glyn does more YouTube live now. He doesn't do so much uh, content as he used to, but a lot of his content is still on there that still applies for photographers. It's great stuff. Um, Glyn's got such a way of teaching and the content that he's got is so clear and concise. Um, go on his website, glyndewis.com, and you'll find he's got some videos for sale and other tutorials and tips in his blog. So you'll always find great content there. Um, obviously, one of my favourites, you know, I wouldn't really have my career that I've got um, outside of my day job if it hadn't been for Kelby One. So I thoroughly recommend you go and watch Kelby One at the moment. Uh, Scott's doing some live webinars they're putting out some free training. Uh, I think they've been doing special offers on the memberships for signing up. And I think it's only something like $9, $9.99 a month um, to get access to a lot of the content in the magazine, uh, which is Photoshop User and Lightroom Magazine, which is really useful. Some great contributors in there and teachers. So there's always good content on that one. Online, go and check out Dave Cross Workshops. Dave's always got great content. Matt Kleskowski. Um, Corey Barker's got some great content out there if you still like doing Photoshop and 3D. Um, RC Conception's still around. He's still putting out some content. He's written some books. He's I think he's written the Lightroom Photoshop in the um, Lightroom. Uh, what's it called? The Classroom in a Book. That's the one I'm trying to think. I've got no one here to help me. Classroom in a Book. So RC's got some books out and also on uh, Rocky Nook. So obviously Glyn's just released Timeless, his latest tutorial, so that's out there. So online training, like I say, there's a lot of offers at the moment. There's a lot of people doing free um, like trials or extended periods where you can go in and maybe get two or three months uh, free training. I know Flurn are doing 40% off, I think. Pluralsight have done some work. Now, I, I don't use those so much, so I can't really kind of qualify what they do. But I know I've been seeing in my social media, there are a lot of online training people providing free and cheaper, you know, reduced reduced pricing content. Now is the time to use this to go and specialise and learn something. And my recommendation would be pick a thing and go and learn that thing. Um, if you are a photographer, you know, i as a designer i'm always saying you know don't just stick for to photography there are times where you may not have a designer but you don't want to miss the design work go and learn go and learn a bit of graphic design go and learn a bit of typography um if you've got the creative cloud you know learn indesign i know i could heavily promote my book right now but there's also scott's got a book how do i do that in photoshop how do i do that in lightroom my book is how do i do that in indesign 
there's a ton of great books out there i'm going to talk about books later but i'm not going to go through all the photography and design books but pick a subject think about what you want to learn and just say okay i'm going to give myself three weeks to learn how to do this thing and focus on that and as you're learning keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it don't just kind of learn something you think you now know and then move on to the next one learn it and apply it you know if you're going to learn in design make a flyer make uh, make your first business card redesign your business card use this time to refresh yourself and i'll come on to that in a bit but learn this skill and apply it to something and practice and if it's a you know i'm a designer i am going to learn a little bit more about photography but i also want to learn a little bit more about video as well so i'm going to be doing a bit more video and audio so that's something that i want to focus on so i've got to go and find some training for that but there is some great online training uh one of the platforms i actually pay for that i use a lot mostly only because there's a handful of people on there that i particularly follow uh one of them's aaron draplin who's my a good friend and also one of my favorite inspirational designers more you know for his design and his work ethic and he's a great guy um aaron's about to drop a new class on april the 7th which will be this week and it's how to make merch now this is something i was going to touch on because again if you maybe don't want to learn anything but you want to push what you do a little bit further forward now's a great time to make stuff you know if you're a designer make some stickers make some flyers make you know design some things practice um go and, you know contact one of your photographer friends who's you know maybe a wedding photographer and he's lost all his work at the moment and sort of have a conversation and get going and say look you know is, is there anything we can do to help each other obviously nobody wants to work for free at the moment but there might be something you can just use as a look is there something you need that I can practice doing and you know when I've done it we come to some arrangement but that's a great way of learning and doing things so merchandise is one of those things a lot of people make money from merchandise now whether it be you know t-shirts badges stickers ebooks um, there's all sorts of things you can do as a photographer or a designer that you can make yourself and sell there's a ton of places like awesome merchandise there's sticker mule for stickers it's we've got everything at our fingertips at the moment there's not a lot we can't do and the only reason we can't do anything is because we choose not to um it's we are living in a world where we've got all these devices and all these opportunities if you can't learn and you can't do something you can't moan when you're not making any money we've only got ourselves to blame at the moment if we don't try and learn and make the best of this quiet period so i know i'm waving the flag on this but that's what this is all about tonight this is about inspiration and finding things to do so if you like graphic design i thoroughly recommend aaron draplin's classes um so he's got his first his new one dropping april the 7th how to make merch but he's got other ones about illustration how to set up your workflow how to make type how to make logos uh, there's a bunch of uh, photography classes on skillshare there are some great instructors obviously look at the comments look at the followers they've got look at some of the content i mean you can learn how to you know learn how to do photoshop editing one week letter in another week and how to make a pizza the week after i mean that's the weird thing about skillshare it's not just specifically about photography and design there's a ton of stuff on there even business even things like learning how youtube works um, learn how to set up your linkedin account i mean that's one thing i was going to mention later but i'll mention it now get on your linkedin account go and tidy that up go and 
kind of putting the stuff imagine you're selling yourself on ebay and you want to be able to sell that product buy it now that's how you should take your linkedin profile think i want to sell myself so how can i get to the point quickly how, what can i say are the best features for somebody to come along and snap me up so tidy your, your linkedin account up get your profile sorted get your images look at if you've you know like myself i've been interviewed for podcasts or maybe if i've been published in a magazine go and find the things you're proud of that you've done and you can include those videos in your profile you can make sure that any of the things you've done in your previous jobs make sure they're on there make it quite specific what your skill set is because when we all come out of this some of us may be looking for a new career some of us may be looking to get a job in the same industry that we left linkedin is going to be a really critical place where people are going to look if you want to know how to do some of that and you've got a linkedin account um i think they do like a premium account but what used to be called lynda.com is now called linkedin learning and linkedin learning has got a ton of courses and classes on there it's a little bit more expensive but it's very qualified training you know the the link i do know that the linkedin learning content is very qualified very curated um, there's a bunch of business stuff on there you know there's still photography there's photoshop and lightroom and illustrator and InDesign. there's a you know there's a whole ton of design classes photo editing classes some great instructors including our friend tony harmer a huge resource of training out there and that's like i say kelby one um skillshare linkedin learning there's a bunch of others out there go and have a look you know it might be something that resonates with you or a particular instructor that resonates but now is the time to learn this stuff i'm not going to say it again i probably will but i'm going to try not to but let's use this time and let's let's talk about this later on let's maybe have an episode where i'm going to get a couple of people on who you won't know they'll just be people that have contacted us that have told they're going to tell me about something they learned how they learn what they used and pass on that information so that's the online training side um, i've covered making stuff um, one thing to add there is if you're a photographer and you've got a backlog of old photos um, now's a good time to actually go and pull out some of those really bad ones and see what you can do with them um, re-edit them you know go and revisit i know i remember glenn did this a while back and i've seen a couple of other photographers do it go and drag out some old images that you took some old portraits or landscapes because the software is better now um, and try and be creative even if you can't you know polish the turd um, for want of a better phrase just try and drag out and crop some images try and make something interesting out of it throw it into photoshop see what you can do i mean some of the software you can change skies now and and colors and also you know there's me the non-photographer trying to tell you how to edit photographs but dig them out you might find some little gems in there that you've forgotten about which you can re-edit um, make some photo books one of the things julianne cost said when we interviewed her a few weeks ago uh, episode 105 she was saying at the end of the year she pulls out all of her photographs and she lays them out on a table and she tries to see what goes together if there's a theme that she kind of inadvertently came across while she was shooting and then she makes photo books so go go ahead and go in your back catalogue and make some photo books you don't have to order them yet i know it's a non-essential item and we don't want to spend money yet but if you use something like blurb or lightroom you can actually go ahead and make the photo books and save them and then when you're ready to spend the money on them 
and when you know you feel it's the the time is right to get them printed and published start curating some of your own work and start getting it printed so you can sit down with your kids or your family or whoever and show them the work you've done rather than having to keep pulling out a phone or an ipad or firing up your imac let's go back to print there's a lot of things we're doing at the moment that are kind of going back to basics so that's one thing you can do if you're a photographer and even a designer even if you're a graphic designer there's a great book called logo lounge um that bill gardner does every year and make your own book you know the, go and get all your work you've done over the past couple of years and put it together in a book the the successes the failures some of the sketches and document your own work and your own process because there'll come a time when you just want to sit back and look and see how you've advanced and nobody's going to forget 2020 um they're going to look back and see you know you can come out of 2020 hopefully thinking okay i made the best of a bad time and I learned a new skill and I did these books and I curated my work and I tidied my office and, you know, had a good spring clean, a clear out, I donated stuff. There's all these things we can do that are fantastic to make us feel good and help us. So there's a few tips there. Um, I'm going to come on to, let's, what should we do next? Let's do books next. Um, those of you that know that I love books, I'm not going to go on about a ton of books on the, in this episode because... I just looked at my bookshelf and thought I can't pick I honestly can't pick I've, I've mentioned a few before I think it's really down to what floats your boat um, I'm a designer so I like old books about graphic design about design from pre-computers how things used to be done I like collections of work like I said mentioned Paula Sher earlier I've got a couple of her books Herb Lubalin, um, the unit, uh, unit Editions in London. I've got a ton of their books um, and I'll talk about their podcast later. But yeah, unitedditions.com. They've got some great books. But yeah, I, I'm just looking at my bookshelf. I couldn't even, you know, I'd, I wouldn't struggle to pick 10, but I'd struggle to pick the 10 I wanted to share. So one book I just signed up for on Kickstarter, which is another platform I love finding real beautiful little gems of books. Um, there's a couple of guys designers called the etherington brothers and they've got this online resource and if you're learning to draw you want to learn to draw they've got a couple of books i don't know how well available they are at the moment because they were only on kickstarter but it's called how to think when you draw but they've made all of this available as a free pdf on their website so you can go and actually download all this stuff and what they cover is what to be thinking about when you're drawing particular things whether it be hands faces movement bodies objects and they go through it and they make it really good fun as well so i got their books from kickstarter and they came through i got volume one and volume two i know they're big fans of aaron uh, aaron blaze so um and i know aaron's got some great uh, i think aaron's got a sale on at the moment in fact or has got a few sales coming and going so if you want to learn digital painting digital drawing um, Aaron Blaze, creatureartteacher.com. Um, he's got some great resources on there and a bunch of free stuff and cheap. He's reduced the prices and that's all how to learn to draw. A um, couple of books I've got in my uh, Amazon basket at the moment is the new book by House Industries, which is about lettering. Um, I think that comes out on April the 7th as well. So April's a good month for stuff coming out, including this podcast. Um, so I've got that in my basket and there's a book by a publisher called Faden, P-H-A-I-D-O-N and it's a Soviet uh, a Soviet poster, Soviet space program posters book 
very random very old artwork in there but fascinating artwork from russia it was all about the space program so that's also in my basket i think that's about 18 quid and i think the house lettering book is about 20 quid something like that um but there are a couple of books i've got my eye on at the moment i'm not buying them yet so i'm going to spend money that i don't need to but they're there in my basket and that's a good thing you can do with amazon is go out there and start researching some of these books and dvds just stick them in your basket they're not going anywhere, but they're a good reminder of, um, I've said it before in a previous, and it's something I'd, I'd mention when I do my talk about graphic design, is if you're watching a documentary about a photographer or about a graphic designer, and they're in their studio, and they've got a bookshelf behind them, take a screenshot. Take two or three screenshots when they move left to right, just so that you can get some of the books that are behind them. Try and get a, a good enough shot throw it into photoshop and turn it on its side so you can read the book titles and make a list look at who your favorite photographer likes having books of and then see if you can find them on amazon or amazon marketplace or any other bookstores you might find some of them a second hand and rare and amazon marketplace and ebay might be the place to find them but i've found some absolute gems from looking at people's bookshelves and seeing what books they like and who inspires them and and i've discovered people i never people's work i knew existed but i never knew who they were or what they did um and that's kind of how i came across aaron draplin i mean some of the some of the people like house industries um their work herbaly barlin paul Asher, um crikey paul rand all these designers i'm sure the same for photographers there's a lot of photographers you may not have come across like vivian meyer was one that came out from nowhere um it's a great way to find books and book titles and it's a great way to go and you know it's i love it when i've got a challenge of a book that i want to find and sometimes it could take me months to find the right book at the right price and i keep checking ebay i keep checking amazon i keep that even if it's the most expensive copy on there i put it in my basket anyway because i know it's a reminder and then if it does pop up sometimes the price drops sometimes i just go back through my basket once in a while and clear some stuff out i don't like anymore or i go and recheck the prices of books and every once in a while you find an absolute gem and i found a couple of old joe mcnally books once um, a couple of photography books and design books sometimes they're as little as a pound or a dollar and you're just paying the postage so um, so that's a really good tip if you're looking for some books if you've got any books please recommend them on social media if you've you know anything i'm mentioning in this podcast if you've stuck with me this far thank you if you've come across something you want to recommend please just go and recommend it on social media and and use hashtag hshd for he shoots he draws and we'll share it as well because i'm always discovering stuff and it's really cool to be able to share anything that's helped you in the past whether it's a course a book and magazine an article anything a blog Share it and help everyone else find content that might help them, whether you're a designer, photographer, or any kind of creator. So that's a little tip on the on the book side. Um, I mentioned uh, about learning new skills and taking advantage of the free contact and resources. Another thing I highly recommend you do is before you start kind of stretching out looking for brand new stuff, just look a little bit closer to home and look at what your friends are doing. So you know if you're a photographer and you're looking for some training look at the training or resources that people you know are selling because we're all trying to make a living at the moment um 
I know I would rather spend $10 with a friend than $5 with Amazon or somebody I don't know. So if I can find content uh, with a friend, even if it's something like you really want to do and you can't afford it at the moment, but you know it's going to help, just contact them and just say, like, is there any way I can maybe kind of organize something with you where I can sort of get part of the content because I really want to learn this thing, but, you know, times are tight. We're not all going to give it away for free. We want to pay, pay it forward. We want to pay for content. And I'm a big advocate for being a, a friend and a client, a stroke customer. So if there's any resources out there, look close to home first. Look what your friends have got, what your community's got. Um, and recommend it as well. I, I said this before about uh, social media, and I'll say it again. I gave the um, example the other day about my book. You know, I've, my book's now published, and I obviously want it to sell because I want, you know, I want to use the money to pay for something for my children. Um, it's not going to make me a millionaire by any stretch. <laughs> and also, the whole idea of writing the book was to help other people who were too scared to learn InDesign. And so that's the main reason I really wanted to put the book out there. You know, it wasn't to be anything other than when people know I, I do InDesign, I teach InDesign, they always ask me, you know, how do I do that? How do I do that? Same with photography, same with anything. So, you know, I was lucky that I got to do this book. And what I said was, you know, if I tell somebody about the book and if they go, oh, great, nice one. It's nice. You know, it's nice for somebody to go, great, nice one. What's better is for somebody to go, oh, that's really cool. I know somebody who's learning or who could do with that. I'll tell them about it. That to me is the likes and retweets on social media and sharing. And I'm really kind of with social media. I think let's not be precious about what we post. You know, let's not be, oh, I need to curate it. I mustn't do that. I mustn't promote other people. It's all got to be about me. Please promote other people. Please, if you see something that a friend of yours is talking about, either something they've made or done or they're sharing, don't just like it share it retweet it find a way of you know on facebook it's share i know it's hard on instagram but quite often like i put my instagram stuff also gets goes out on twitter and facebook please if you can just do a retweet just do a little comment and say why you're retweeting it like hey check out my friend's new book hey check out my friend's new uh, tutorial or hey my friend just told me about this blog post i thought it might be interesting for others and share it write a little comment and retweet and share and just kind of you know i know it's easy to click a like and be yeah like it and i see that you've liked it but that doesn't really help us at the moment i think it's going to help us is to share each other's content and it's okay we curate our own people that we follow um i don't mind seeing that kind of stuff i, I would much rather see people keep sharing other people's content because i know i find a ton of stuff on twitter and instagram that i didn't know about and it's just lovely if I find it and I find it useful, I also share it. I champion a lot of my friends' businesses and, you know, other people's podcasts, events, anything I'm going to be part of. I like to donate. I like to help. I like to offer advice, anything I can do to help and share. And then as more people can see it, the more we can help each other. So that's when one thing I want to say on social media is just, you know, push that content out don't just keep liking everything because it doesn't really help what's next crikey i'm plowing through this at the moment i hope it's not gonna be too long let's finish off with a couple of things 
So I was talking earlier about going out for a walk and listening to podcasts. So I'm just going to quickly rattle through because I've been going on long enough. Um, just some podcasts I recommend or that I'm listening to or that I'm going to be start listening to more. My favourite podcast at the moment has nothing to do with design or photography. Um, I could have given you a bunch of ones that like around football that I love at the moment because it's just sometimes nice to switch off. I know I'm saying here, you know, learn this, learn this, read this, read that. It is nice to switch off. So I like finding podcasts of my hobbies, uh, my interests, because although design is my kind of hobby and interest, I love football, I love TV, I love film. So my favourite podcast at the moment is called The Office Ladies. And it's um, the two ladies who are in the office. It was uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela her surname escapes me uh, but they played Angela and Pam in the US version of The Office and what they're doing is every week they're going through every single episode from the first one and they're telling you stuff about it because they were in it they tell you all these little tidbits behind the series what was going on people ask questions like was that real was it scripted it's really funny it's lovely I love listening to both of them I love the show I think over here in the UK it's still on Amazon Prime so if you're a big fan of The Office UK and you haven't seen the US version, thoroughly recommend it. It's really funny. It's it's up there for me. Uh, the Office US, Scrubs, Cheers, Friends, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, they're my favourite kind of comedy shows that I love going back and watching over again. So yeah, The Office Ladies podcast, really funny. Um, from design side, um, I kind of dip into one called perspective podcast with scotty russell i've got into it a little bit more lately because i tend to see when someone's got a lot of friends people i know i like listening what they're up to but scotty's got such an enthusiastic personality and all he wants to do is help and that's it and that's how his personality comes out he just wants to give you content to help and have a conversation with people where he can share advice and inspiration um I know some of these podcasts can be a little bit overbearing and the the host can be a little bit kind of me, me, me. Scotty's not like that. Scotty just gets the best out of people. So I highly recommend if you're a designer or, you know, that kind of inspiring side, perspective podcast. Um, good friend of mine, young lad, I've spoken about him before, Mark Hirons. Hirons, Hirons. Um, Mark's got a podcast called Creative Waffle, which I've been on before and I'm going to be on again soon. Mark is a workaholic. Uh, I love his attitude. He's a young lad. I think he's 20, just turned 22 today as I record this. So happy birthday, Mark. Um, Creative Waffle Mark really puts the hours in on this. Uh, he's a young designer. Uh, he's been doing his podcast longer than we have. He's got. He's had some amazing guests. I mean, I'm super jealous of the guests he's had that he was getting when he was 19, 20 years old. Um, so Mark's got Creative Waffle. If you like football content, design content, he's also got one called Football Creative. So check those out on uh, your favourite podcast app. Uh, a friend of ours, we interviewed Ross Grieve. He's got one called Talking Shot. Um, that's a great little po photography podcast. I'll, uh, I'll promote Ross because he's a good friend of ours. And also another one by Dan Gregory, which is called The Perceptive Photographer. And it's a great podcast because it's only about 15 minutes long. Um, and Dan normally puts about four or five episodes out a month. But that's really worth listening to if you just want to get your head around some things around what you do and life in general. So that's a, that's a really good one to listen to.
But anyway, yeah, it's a podcast by Dan Gregory. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, Moose Peterson, our good friend Moose Peterson, he's also got a little podcast going that uh, doesn't get promoted too much. So I'm going to give Moose a shout out. Um, if you love photography stuff, you know, Moose is a lovely guy. He's got some great stories. So listen to that one. Uh, I mentioned Unit Editions earlier, uh, one of my favorite book publishers. They do a podcast every once in a while uh, about the titles they've created. So that's always a good one to listen to. Um one more that I, I've i got in my list I don't listen to a lot, but there was one particular guest I wanted to hear. And if you're American and you love graphic design, um, there's an American designer called Shepard Fairey, and he did the Obama Hope poster. Um, I know there's a lot of story behind that about the photographer and where the image came from, but Shepard's kind of like a Banksy uh, reputation. His, his artwork is really well known, and he started off on the streets and kind of... Um, gorilla advertising and uh shepherd's really interesting guy he's got a really good back catalogue i've got a couple of his books as well um called obey but uh yeah it's called creative processing and it's the by the actor joseph gordon levitt who was in the last batman film he played the cop that turns out his real name is robin um and he's been in a bunch of other stuff as well but that's that's a really good little podcast some good guests on there um there's a ton of podcasts i mean one thing i wanted to say was this week i found out through an email there are nearly one million podcasts out there and by that that's one million podcast shows not episodes um it's a growing industry um it's kind of netflix for audio for me I, i binge listen to stuff i put it in my list and when i'm you know when i am driving now when i'm working from home I listen to a ton of stuff. I hear about things. I hear about other shows. I try them out. Some you're going to love. Some you're going to hate. There's some I used to listen to. I don't anymore. Um, I've grown tired of the format or there was nothing really there for me anymore. And I wanted to try someone different. Again, if you find a podcast and you love it, share it. Tell people about it. Let the, the creators of the podcast know that you love it and share it. Because however big you think they are, they do appreciate the shares and love and will thank you or hopefully will thank you. But yeah, podcast, real big thing at the moment. If you're working from home, stick one on. Obviously, if you've got kids around while they're off school, be aware of the content. I'm going to finish off because I have been talking for an hour. Crikey, I didn't think I'd do an hour tonight. I thought it would just be half an hour and I'll be done. So thank you for sticking with me. Um, I mentioned devices at the beginning. We've all got devices at the moment. For those of you who've got an iPad, now's a really good time to be creative when you're not sat at your desk when you're not in the office we've now got photoshop for the ipad we've got procreate for the ipad and we've got fresco adobe fresco you can get these apps cheap or free um get yourself um if you've got an apple pencil obviously that helps a lot but if you have got an ipad and you can use the apple pencil and you can get these uh these apps and others are available but um try and you know practice sketching i use adobe comp um for layout for uh it's kind of like mini indesign um i'm starting to use photoshop more now um as it's starting to build and get better because it's not full photoshop they're kind of they released a version and they're adding bits to it as they go uh, procreate is fantastic i mean it is by far the best app um for drawing out there uh, it's a few things it can and can't do but overall there's a ton of content online for procreate i think rocky nook are bringing out a book soon about how to how to design or draw in procreate ian barnard um 
there's some really really good classes on youtube but yeah if you are skillshare and all the others they've all got great classes on procreate some good little tips and tricks worth learning but yeah just sit and doodle and be creative use it to make notes use it to um make lists of stuff you know we've got these devices on us we've got our phones um, i'm forever taking pictures of things on screen and you know, saving screenshots of things i want to look at later but in a nutshell uh, thank you for listening for that whole ramble that's whole solo ramble which i wouldn't normally do but yeah just to promote mine and glenn's stuff glenn's got a tutorial out at the moment called timeless um it's 49 pounds or dollars i can't remember at the moment on his website but sign up to his newsletter and there'll be some special offers um obviously my book how do i do that in indesign is available on amazon uh, if you've got any questions about that give us a shout um but generally go out there find some cool stuff to read to look at to listen to when you find something good if it helps you please share it please share the love please share the podcast we still appreciate it like i said there's a million of them out there now and the more there are the less some of the others get listened to so we want to thank all of our listeners for sticking with us uh for this far um i don't quite know how the podcasts are going to work out because i think a lot of people listen to them in their car and now that they're not driving i think a few podcasts might see a, a dip in numbers but we appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to us week in week out i will be sharing some older episodes in case you're new to the podcast uh, i did five this week on my social media on it's dave clayton so um or glyn Jewis as well at glyn Jewis. We'll both be sharing content, some of our favourite episodes. So if you've missed a few, go back and look in the back catalogue. Uh, same with any other podcast you find. Go and look through a back catalogue. Some great stuff out there. I think I'm done. Um, I'm going to go and have a drink. Go and have a chill. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you find or see, please let us know. We've got the website, he shoots, he draws com. Social media is the same, he, he shoots, he draws. We're available. We try and answer as many questions and comments and thank everyone for doing that. But um, as I started this episode off, please stay safe, stay indoors, be respectful of the people around you. If you can help people, help them. But obviously be aware of how this thing's spreading at the moment. It's still very surreal for all of us to cope with and to deal with. And like I say, it's depending on what country you're in, we're all at different stages. But trust me look whoever's going through the worst phase at the moment and just know that sometime in your near future there's going to be some hard times and we've got to get through it together so stay safe wash your hands be friendly be kind be nice online let's go back to the way it used to be when you know we try and help each other rather than criticize each other so until the next time uh we've got a couple of guests lined up coming soon so it won't just be me rambling or me and glenn all the time um but yeah, thanks for joining us and I uh, will see you in episode 110. Good night.